Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit for your free audiobook. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the John Appetit Podcast. I am Roy Burton. Alongside me, as always, it's my lovely wife, Chanel. How are you doing today, Chanel? I'm doing as well as most of us could possibly be doing. Yeah, yeah. We missed you guys. We're sorry. Um, but as you guys have known, a lot of things have happened. The world has been a little crazy. <laughs> a lot of things yeah. have happened uh, since the last time we sat in front of these microphones. Again, again, we're all going through it. You know, everybody... Hopefully, is practicing social distancing and staying at home whenever possible because of the whole coronavirus situation. Hopefully, you guys are all safe out there, or being as safe as you possibly can. Don't be reckless. I've seen a lot of people outside um, lining up at crab shacks. We do not um, endorse that kind of behavior. What's at this a crab shack? Where you get crabs? A place where you get crabs, like a well, seafood you, restaurant. You saw people lining up at crab shacks, mm-hmm. like not six feet apart. Mm-hmm. Oh. I saw people in Oakland. Um, just watching cars burn out. Um, I saw people. Uh, well, I saw the when the, the uh, Navy ship Comfort came to New York. Oh, that I saw a bunch saw of people. That. Please, people, don't do that. Don't do that stuff. Okay, please. I, I also experienced some things in in grocery stores where they clearly marked the floors and put up signs about it, and people not adhering to it in the grocery stores. So yeah, please, we're all in the same boat. Please yeah. do yourself a favor. Do it's really do it for yourself, if no nothing else, because as we always say, or as we have heard several times, act like everyone else has. That's it. Okay. Act like you have it. Act, act, act like you have it. Everyone else has it. Yeah. Okay. And you don't want to transmit it to anyone, and you don't want to trans want anyone to transmit it to you. Just yeah. act like you have it, and act like you're. If you act like you have it, and you are protecting everyone from yourself, then it works out well. Right. So we should all assume we have it, and that we don't want to give it to other people. One hundred percent. And hopefully, you guys again for those of you who can stay home. Hopefully you guys are staying home. Um, and if you are staying home, then you know what? We're going to be back with you on a more regular basis. Because, look, we got a lot of time on our hands. Yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got some things to talk about. We'll have different. We'll be talking about different, different things, things on yeah. this show. Because that was part of the thing. It was like, well, we got to find news. And we had a bunch of news. And it's like, well, a lot of this news doesn't even matter anymore because no. places are closed. So what do we talk about? Well, we're going to talk about a lot of other things. Again, we have... Um, again, you can still get takeout. We'll talk about that in a second, but we have plenty of other stuff to yeah, talk about. And all food related. So it'll all still food be related. About food. So it's still going to be a food related podcast. We have a bunch of cookbooks to talk to, uh, to get into and discuss because I know a lot of people are cooking from home now. Um, so we have a lot of food things to talk about. Again, the show is going to have a little bit of a different tone uh, for the next few weeks and or months, but um, we're still going to be here for you again on a more regular basis. We apologize for the break, but we are back. We are better than ever. And we have a lot of stuff to get to on this edition of the John Appetit Podcast. Again, right before everybody went into quarantine, um, we had some James Beard announcements. Um, and we can learn to tell you about those as well. And a couple of restaurants, or one big restaurant in Philadelphia, closed right before this all went down. So we're going to talk about that as well. And in our What's Good Philly segment, we have another travel edition to tell you about. This time we took a taco tour of Los Angeles. Right before everything went down. Right before everything went down. Uh, <laughs> we landed and then boom. Yeah, right before everything, everything went crazy. down, everything got a little bit crazy. So we're going to talk about the spots that we hit out there um, later in the show. So we have a lot of stuff to get to, again, on this edition of the John Appetit Podcast. Again, thank you guys for listening to us and supporting us. We saw a lot of people looking for our shows and hitting up, hitting up our different social channels over the last couple of weeks, so we know we had to sit back in front of the microphones and give you guys another edition of the podcast. We truly appreciate 
all the support. We certainly again, do. It's one of those things where like you don't know when you're doing it. It's like you just sit in front of a microphone and you just talk for a little bit. And you're like, oh, well, we're just talking or whatever. And then you see when you post a show, a lot of people you know follow. You know, a lot of people look for it, or a lot of people uh, download it. And then when you don't post a show, you still see a lot of people hit your page. You're like, hey, well, you know what? There's people out here who like what we do, and we appreciate all that. So yes, thank we you do. Guys. Thank you. For supporting us, please follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at John Appetit. If you're cooking something at home, hit us up. Yeah, show us, us. Your, show us your home pictures. If you're doing takeout, show us your takeout pictures, and we'll yeah. post it on our social media. Because we're really bad with social media, so Very. if you give us content, we'll put it out there. We can repost it. I got the repost app on, on, on the phone, so we can repost that. Um, yeah, I know a lot of people... Um, who go, I used to go out. They used to tag us in our photos. But our, our good friend Phil, uh, Phil Wilson, he would uh, tag us and stuff. He makes it home. The uh, when he when he goes the uh, when he chefs it up with the fat bowl delights. So again, hashtag John Appetit. Hashtag us in your IG photos. Hit us up on Facebook and Instagram at John Appetit. Again, we are a very very accessible show. Please download us wherever you get your podcasts: Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. Tune in radio, player.fm, Google we Play, start Spotify. Our, our foods too. Yeah, we got to post our stuff too. We will, we will do better because, again, we got time on our hands. Yeah. We will do better with doing that. And please, while you're listening to us, listen to our other podcasts and radio shows. My show, The Broad Street Line, every Saturday at 10 a.m., 106.5 FM, WPPM LP, Philadelphia. You can also follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for The Broad Street Line. Again, where you found our podcast, you can search for The Broad Street Line as well. Also, check out our friends over at War Room Sports, Tissue and the Tape, and Safe Space as well. Before we get into it, shout out to the big homie Tay Diggs oh, for following <laughs> us on Twitter. All-American, not only picked up for season three, it's been in the top like three or four. Yeah, people have been four, talking about it on, on Netflix. social media. If you go on Netflix and they have like the top ten, All-American's always there. No, I'm telling you, people have been talking about it. It's hilarious. I keep I'm telling like, people about my show. Roy doesn't even watch this show and it's blowing up. Keep telling people about my show. Two quick things to get to before we get into the meat of this. Shout out to Kevin Sweeney, who right before, again, everything went down, he sent us a note on our website, and he said about our last episode, the Alpen Rose episode, he said, quote, oh, I, said his, I said his government name, I'm sorry, Kevin S. Kevin S. We can't put government names out there, because you, you might be, be getting, you know, but it's too late now. I'm not going to edit that. You're not going to edit that? I'm not going to edit that. Nah. You suck. Kevin S. <laughs> Anyhow, Kevin S. I apologize, Kevin. If, you, if people are like trying to track you down, I apologize. I'm not going to say where you're from. Kevin S. says, quote, your review of Alpen Rose reminds me of what I like best about your podcast, people who enjoy food and going out. The fact that you use your own money gives the review the honesty that I enjoy. Thank you again, and keep up the good work. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Again, we try to be real with our podcast. Again, there is no expense account. No. Okay? We <laughs> pay for this stuff ourselves. Like, dude, like, there's no expense account. Other than, you know, like every now and then we'll get invited to like a tasting or a preview of some other event. And but we tell you that we tell you that. Yeah. But other that. than that, like we pay for these things. Make the assumption that it's out of our pocket. Um, yeah. We will tell you when it's not. One hundred percent. So Kevin, thank you again. We try to be as authentic as possible on the show. We uh, we appreciate the fact that 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 you guys appreciate that as well. Um, this is a uh, March thirty first. This is political time. Um, I do want to be a part of this political conversation. Again, it's not a political show. Oh, God. But I what will are you say out? that I am suspending my campaign, ladies and gentlemen. I'm suspending my campaign against Padma Lakshmi. Is that how you pronounce her name? Padma. Padma. Just say Padma. Padma. Why? I've been waiting for you to tell me what's going on. So, for those of you who listen to this podcast, people know that I have had a long-standing that you're a grudge. Hater. Against Padma and Tom Colicchio and Gail Simmons and that dude with the glasses and everybody uh, involved with Top Chef. Involved with Top Chef because they have had 17 seasons of Top Chef? 19? 19? What is the season that we're watching? It's almost 20. Nearly 20 seasons of Top Chef. Never been to Philly. They've been to multiple cities twice. Mm -hmm. Never been to Philly. Yep. I have suspended my campaign against Padma. Are they coming to Philly? No. (laughs) Not that I know of. Uh, Padma... Uh, is having she has a new show coming out on Hulu mm-hmm. called Taste the Nation, mm-hmm. and it will see Padma traveling the United States and meeting with people of different cultures to see what they eat and mm-hmm. how they make it. Okay? okay, it's a cool show. So I retweeted the tweet that announced this and said, "Hey, this ain't Top Chef Philly, but I'm here for it." And then Padma liked our tweet. Wow. Therefore. <laughs> 
I got to take her off now, the list. Now, 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 now you support. Okay. Padma, read, she's like the John Appetit tweet. Got to take her off the list. We are a team Taste of Nation. And when Taste of Nation We will drops, be watching because I, I, I would have watched it anyway. Yeah, I know. We would watch it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but when Taste of Nation drops on June 19, we're going to be watching. Yeah. I have no idea if she's even going to Philly, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I like Padma and I think she's super honest yeah. when she tastes food and I, I trust her. Yeah, no, I trust when it her. Comes to food. Trust her 100%. Um, Padma's always been my favorite food person, just so you know. Like, for those of you, like, always, like, way more than Guy Fieri or way more than anyone. Padma's the best person of all time when it comes to food. More than Emma Lagasse. Who else do we like? She's better than all them people. Um, Padma's the best person on TV when it comes to food. I think that's a very unbiased opinion by us. First of all, Padma was in Glitter. <laughs> glitter. Best actress in Glitter <laughs> by far. <laughs> So, um, yeah, no, shout, shout out to Padma. And I love Mimi. Shout so. out to Padma. So, yeah, so I, I'm all in on I am, Padma. I am done. I'm suspending my campaign against Padma. I may or may not suspend my entire campaign against the Top Chef thing, but because I'm I'm here for this. But no, uh, Taste of Nation's coming to Hulu June 19th. It's going to be, it's, it's probably going to be a good show. I, I'm not, I'd be surprised if it wasn't going to be a good show. Um, so definitely check that out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if, as you all know, we are living in a time of quarantine and chill, but. It's a very difficult time for restaurants, a lot of whom have just straight up closed down uh, because they can't afford to pay their staffs. I mean, this is a lot. I mean, I mean, this is of all the industries that 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 um, that uh, the coronavirus is having an effect on the restaurant industry is right up there with with with, with any of them as far as the term of, a, of an economic in terms of an economic impact. Um, there's going to be a lot of look. We'll just say it straight up. There's going to be a lot of restaurants that won't be around. No, you know, they're not going to survive in though. six months. A lot of places that that we frequent, a lot of places that you frequent, um, whether it be you know for like a casual lunch or for sit down dinners or whatever, they just will not be around. And it could be some of our favorite favorite yeah. restaurants and some of your favorite restaurants that won't be around. But there's ways to support them. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. While they are shuttered or quarantined, and one is takeout, you know, which we'll talk a little bit more uh, about later in the show. And another way is to buy gift cards. Yeah, actually, absolutely. If you buy gift cards, a lot of restaurants are giving some or all of the proceeds of those gift cards to their employees. Um, I know there's several restaurants in Philadelphia who are doing that. Um, I believe it was uh, the the um, Zahav group, Michael Solomonov group. I know they were one of them. No, there's a lot of them. There's so if you have a favorite, because um, I believe I saw William O'Hearn and Sons uh Instagram something about it. If you have a favorite restaurant out there, just go on their website and see if they have gift cards. And their Instagram. Go on their Instagram page. Go on their too. Instagram, go on their website go and their see Facebook. if they have gift cards. And but, uh, the beauty of gift cards nowadays is they don't expire, right? It's like a law expire. for a gift yeah, card to expire. expire. Mm-hmm. So if you buy a gift card to your favorite restaurant, you can use it when all this is done and go there for your celebration dinner or buy a couple gift cards to like if you have certain lunch spots in the city that you go to for work. Buy gift cards uh, for your lunches, planning your lunches out for when you go back to work. Um, a lot of restaurants also have merchandise, mm-hmm. so T-shirts, mugs, cookbooks, whatever. And that's another way to support by buying those types of things. And you can kind of keep uh, be contribute to keeping your restaurant, your favorite restaurant going, help them pay their staff right. um, while they're not really working, especially for those restaurants that due to maybe how their menus are set up or how they operate, they're unable to provide takeout. Mm-hmm. Or the ones that do provide takeout, they're not using their full staff, but a lot of them would still like to be able to pay their staff something. So merchandise, gift cards are a great way to support your favorite restaurants. 100%. Um, some of the gift cards, they're offering uh, bonuses as well. So if you buy like a $50 gift card, they'll give you an extra $10. I just saw that. That's on um uh, the... Uh, Little known as Butter Maryland, um, that restaurant group. Again, if you buy certain, depending on your your gift card uh, denomination, you can get a, a certain additional. So, like a hundred dollars, I think, get you to an extra twenty five dollars. So, uh, again, there's a lot of um, incentives now as well um, for for purchasing gift cards. Um, there are also restaurants who have uh, set up like GoFundMe pages, and they have like GoFundMe and and, and uh, crowdfunding pages as well. And again, if it's, a, it's a, if it's a restaurant you love, again, like, you know, if you have if you have the money, if you have the means, if you can afford to do so, you know, and if you can afford to, you know, you know, donate to these employees who again who are not working during this time, again, if you can give, you know, $10, $20 or whatever to to a staff or, uh that that's currently out of work, then that would be awesome because again, these are restaurants that again without the support, again, may not be around 6 months from now. 
Um, you can also buy from local farms and, and breweries and breweries and wineries as well. Um, if you want to get some produce from you know, like your local farm, there's local farms that have uh, bundles, like produce bundles or produce and meat bundles. Um, there's breweries who are, again, like a, a lot of uh, liquor stores. Well, liquor stores in PA are closed. Um, but if you can go to you can go to a brewery and a winery and you can purchase um, alcohol and growlers and stuff from there as well. Um, and again, buy local if you can because, you know, again, stimulate the local economy um, if you can. So, and as Chanel mentioned at the top, at the top, uh, the Dining at a Distance uh, is, a, is a website. And we'll talk about that later on the show. But there's a, a ton of restaurants doing takeout. It's not just your... Um, your standard your cheesecake factories and your standard restaurants. There's a ton of regular restaurants that have kind of pivoted a little bit and are doing takeout and curbside delivery as well. So, um, again, if you can do that, that would be an awesome, awesome thing to do. But please, if you can, again, I know it's a tough, tough time. I know a lot of people are out of work right now. You know, millions of people are out of work right now. So not everyone can do this. But, but for those of us who can. Right. And if you're afraid of uh, COVID-19 slash coronavirus or whatever, there are ways to order takeout and be safe about it. You just need to go online and, and search that out. Um, there's a whole method to it. It's safe to get takeout as long as you're just careful. Yeah, just be careful. Just be absolutely careful. Um, and again, if you have you guys have places that, that you recommend um, for, for takeout, please, again, let us know. JoanAppetit at gmail.com or JoanAppetit on Facebook. Instagram and Twitter. Again, we're also always all about spreading the word about that. I will say this. Restaurants, please, if you can, and again, this is a really tough time, please do a better job of getting the word out that you're doing takeout, that you're doing yeah. curbside delivery. Because there's a lot of restaurants who don't post menus, who don't post, you know, they'll just say, call us. Or, yeah. you know, it's like, like, well, I don't know what you're serving. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the rest and, of the menus aren't the same. And if you need our help to pass the word along, please, yeah, please let us know. reach out to us on our socials. Let us know how people can find you. If you if you're one that doesn't really have a website, but you have a menu, we'd be more than happy to blast it out there. What you're offering, absolutely, and how people can order from you, absolutely. So feel free. Uh, that's just a service that we'd like to do for the restaurant industry. Yeah, please. Again, hit us up Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Again, at Joan Appetit, Joan Appetit at gmail.com. If you want us to post your menus or a link to some or whatever, please let us know because again, we are fans, of course, of restaurants, and we want to see. As many restaurants as we can, you know, uh, survive, survive this in this. Philly. Absolutely. Yeah, Philly uh, had, had a thriving restaurant scene before this, and they can have one again after this as long as we all do our part. 100%. 100%. Um, there's a lot of changes in different places, of, of course, according to uh, as a result of this coronavirus. And Wawa is one of those places. Now, if you go to a Wawa now, they will no longer allow you to get your own drinks. I'm confused. So the self-serve machine, like the sodas, mm-hmm. you can't get sodas yourself. There's and you can't there. get coffee yourself, but can't can get you get yourself. your own creamer? I don't. Well, that's a good question. That's a very good question. Are they going to do like cream in your creamer? Are they going probably, to, they probably have to dunk in this whole thing up? They probably have to. They probably have to do it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, yeah, so you can't get your coffee, iced coffee, fountain drinks, cappuccinos, and icy drinks yourself. There's someone there who, who does that to you. Who does that for you? For excuse you. me. <laughs> uh, bakery products will also be wrapped and handed to customers. So if you go and try to get a donut or anything like that, they will go into the case for you and give you your baked your bake goods. And Wawa's ag- adding extra cleaning hours to their locations. How are they? Ma- I wonder how they're managing social distancing. Because I've seen lines in Trader Joe's in like New York where they're only letting a certain amount of people in the store, and mm-hmm. then the lines you're like six feet apart. Right. But how do you control that at a Wawa? I mean, you could try to. It's probably. It's I have diffi- It's probably difficult. The, the, the traffic. In, I've driven past a few Wawa's. The traffic outside of a Wawa is a lot less, a lot less than it is. Um, mainly because a lot of people aren't going out to work um, anymore. So it's it's a lot less. I don't know if they have a monitor at Wawa. Um, some of these stores need to have monitors, but that's a whole different conversation. But every Wawa is going to be well is closed now. From two to three a.m. every day for cleaning, sanitation, and stocking. So Wawa used to be twenty-four hours, not anymore. They shut down for an entire hour at night so they can clean, do a deep clean of the entire store, sanitations, restocking, and things like that. So that's a good thing. I think that that's a that's a very good thing. Again, every bit helps uh, when it comes to stopping the spread of the coronavirus. I'm glad that Wawa is doing its part uh, to do this as well. So if anybody's been to Wawa, because I haven't been to Wawa, Wawa since. Um, so I haven't been to Wawa since like February since before we left. Yeah, if everybody, anybody's been inside of a Wawa in the last couple of weeks, please let us know. Because um, I am curious about how, how it's all going down. 
right before this all um, went down, the Palm Restaurant in Philadelphia closed for good. Now, the Palm Restaurant was a long-time hangout for Philadelphia power brokers. This is a place where really in the 90s, in like early 2000s, like if you were like, this is where like the people hobnobbed, you know, if you had business to get taken care of. Like if you wanted to see the mayor do business with whoever. Is this linked to the place in AC or no? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the Palm is a restaurant. I don't know if you if you know about the Palm at all. My it dad the, went the to pictures, the one in AC. There's a pictures of the people on the wall. So yeah. basically if you're famous enough mm-hmm. at a Palm restaurant, they'll paint your picture like a character. Oh, okay. On the wall. And so if you went into the Philly one, you would see like everybody who's ever been in Philly, like ever uh, like p- painted on the wall i think ac has picked paintings as well i think they do it everywhere okay i know that i know the one in dc does it but anyhow those paintings were famous this is a very famous spot this is where like all the again the movers and shakers kind of went um it was closed it was open for 30 years and it closed down in 2016 for res- renovations uh but then it reopened again a year later at the bellevue this is at the bellevue um but now it uh, filed for bankruptcy in 2019 and it was officially closed for good this particular location was purchased by the parent company of Del Frisco's. Okay. But Del Frisco's already has a restaurant downtown, mm-hmm. so they were like, I don't need this. So <laughs> I'm not sure what they're going to do with the space. Um, but it, they, I wonder if it's bigger than the current. I don't know. Del it's Frisco's. a good question. Maybe. It's a good question. Um, yeah. But so the, is it just the Philly one that's closed? Yeah, the AC one is still open. Um, but the, the Philly one, the one in the Bellevue, is closed down uh, for good. Um, but yeah, it was, it's, a, it's a, again, it's a restaurant. Again, if you go there at lunchtime or used to go there at lunchtime, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't think it's the place to be anymore. But for one time, again, at, at one time, like if you were a quote, mover and quote, shaker quote, somebody in Philadelphia, in Philadelphia yeah. you would have a power lunch at the Palm. Okay. Like that, was, that was the spot. Um, our paintings are not on the wall at the Palm. Either we're not one. movers and shakers. Either one. Not movers and shakers. Not movers and shakers. Plus. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> you're like eh. you're like, eh. uh, yeah. I was like my eh. dad went to the palm and ac he enjoyed his meal there and i think he met like some people still i guess go there it's a place to be yeah it's the place to be speaking of places to be there are tons and i mean tons of local james beard award semi-finalists philadelphia always shines when it comes to the james beard james beard awards and 2020 is no different. Nominees include Kalea, the Thai restaurant for Best New Restaurant, uh, Mark Vetri uh, for Outstanding Chef, a place called Bolete in Bethlehem for Outstanding Restaurant, and Jesse Ito of Royal Izakaya for Rising Star Chef of the Year. I think that's his second nomination in that category. Um, Mark Vetri's probably been nominated for Outstanding Chef before. Um, and the Best Chef Mid-Atlantic nominees include Nicholas Elmy of Laurel, uh, Rich Landau of Veg, Christina Martinez of, of South Philly Barbacoa, and Taylor Mason of Luca. Uh, and that's in Lancaster, PA. The finalists were supposed to be announced last week, of course, with everything that's going on that's been pushed back uh, to be determined. But I'd be surprised if Philadelphia doesn't kind of pull uh, bring home another um, award like it did last year. Of course, Sahav won the most outstanding restaurant uh, last year. Um, so again, Philadelphia, as Chanel said, Philadelphia had a very, has, I'll say has, a very vibrant restaurant scene. Um, and hopefully um, it maintains um, its its energy um, after everything kind of goes down with this, uh, with the coronavirus. And finally, I assume they're doing takeout and curbside delivery when this Duncan is now selling bags of bacon, ladies and gentlemen. Bags of bacon. Makes sense. Snack and bacon. It makes sense for people who don't eat carbs, but love Dunkin' Donuts. But love Dunkin' Donuts. So they usually go in there, they get their coffee with no sugar and heavy cream or whatever. Right. And then it's like they don't have anything to eat. Now Now they they do. do. Now they have bag a, of bacon. a snack and bacon sleeve is eight half slices of bacon with a sweet brown sugar no, and black, they can't have that. black pepper seasoning. They put sugar on it. A sweet brown sugar and black pepper seasoning smoked with natural cherry wood. Yeah, no. No, you put sugar on bacon. But people on keto can't have sugar on oh, bacon. Oh, so it's not for it's, keto people. It's sugar. <laughs> it's not for keto. It's not for keto people. No, it's not. So now I backtrack on, oh, it's a good idea. Because now it's like, so you're going to give me a bunch of sugary bacon. Yes. That's dangerous. 
Yeah, well, I mean, it is what yeah, it is. Yeah, that's dangerous. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, it is It is that's, at Dunkin', I assume. That's super dangerous. And I don't put sugar on bacon all the time. No, it's no, no. It's a no. treat no. that yeah, you have every once in a while. Yeah. But I know you've, I know you've done it. Yeah, the I'm Millionaire's saying. Bacon. Yeah, Millionaire's yeah. Bacon. But, um, yeah, so it's Millionaire Bacon without the, because it goes crushed red peppers on Crushed red peppers yeah. on Millionaire Bacon. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Snack and Bacon is available at Dunkin'. Again, I assume they're doing that still. Um, I don't think that I don't think that's changed. But if you want to get your non-keto keto on, you can head to Dunkin', get you some bacon. It's not a non-keto keto. It's just bacon with sugar. No, <laughs> sounds good. I'm not going to lie. No, it's probably, it, was a, it sounds, sounds pretty really good. good. Sounds pretty good. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we will take you on a taco tour of Los Angeles. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. Welcome back. Segment number two of the show. It's our What's Good segment. This week, our What's Good segment is another edition of what we call the Travel John. So whenever we go outside of the greater Philadelphia area, we like to talk about some of the places that we had a chance to visit on our various restaurant tours. And this time we had a chance to, well, we, t- we took an impromptu uh, taco tour of Los Angeles. Um, had a chance to go out there, uh, Los Angeles, for a couple of days. At the beginning of March or end of February, beginning of March, um, for some for some business, but we had a chance to survive out there. It's like, hey, you know, this is the home of tacos, and again, this is way better than Taco Bell, way better than California tortilla. <laughs> the options that we have near our house, and and every we've been out to LA a couple times, but we've never really done the taco. taco tour, yeah. We never really did it, so we kind of made a plan that plans to do it this time. And buddy, did we do it? We did it up. And we could have done even more. <laughs> Virtually every meal we had was a taco. Yes. Um, other than bref- breakfast tacos, which they really don't do out there. Um, maybe they thing. do. We just don't know. Yeah, where. maybe they do. They're um, just more prominent, I think, in Austin. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so yeah. So, we had a chance. We tried uh, five different taco places. During, it was five? It was five. One, two, three, four, five. Five different taco places. And you were asking me, you're like, we should have went here. I'm like, that would have made six taco places. Yeah. Not that, again, not that that would have been out of the question, but it's like, we did I five. I lost count. I was just taco crazy. We did five. We did five. Okay. So the first place that we had a chance to go to was uh, El Barrio Neighborhood Tacos in Redondo Beach. Uh, this was the only place that we got um, actual al pastor tacos. We got shrimp tacos, al pastor tacos, and birria tacos um, from El Barrio. And we also got, um, uh, with that, a beef broth consomme yes. with onions and cilantro. Uh, what did you think about El Barrio neighborhood tacos? I thought the tacos were fantastic. I thought that consomme was super good. I wanted to drink, drink, drink it. Was it. Good. it was good. It was good. It was good. The El, El Pastor taco was so good. I don't know. Out of the three, I think that may have been my favorite at that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but the meat was tender. The flavors were good, and the taco shell was like super good. What kind was that? Corn? Yeah, well, they have house. Yeah. They have house made blue corn tortillas. Blue corn. Like they make yeah. them, and you can tell. Like you can tell that they were these are house made tortillas. I'm not usually a fan of corn tortillas, yeah. but when they're done right, like they were here, they're really good. Yeah, the more I think about it. Like initially, my favorite taco was the shrimp taco because mm-hmm. it had the cheese and the peppers and the onions or whatever. Um, but this, that al pastor with the pineapple, the flavors were yeah. really, really spot on on that. I loved that taco. All three were really good, but I was, if I was to go back, I would strictly get the no because I'm gonna want the consomme. <laughs> well, I would get yeah, the, get the al pastor, yeah. but then get some consomme on the side. Yeah, they had it was grilled pineapple, avocado salsa, chili de arbol salsa. Onion and cilantro with the al pastor taco. It was a great uh, mix. The combinations of the different salsas they put on mm-hmm. the tacos complemented them all perfectly. Like you said, the stuff that was on the the shrimp taco made the shrimp taco really, really good. But it's just it was sitting next to that al pastor, which if I hadn't had that, I I definitely would have went with the shrimp being the best. And they all had the different salsas, so so again, they were all different flavor profiles. Like it wasn't the same salsa. <laughs> On every time. On just a different was, meat yeah. or, you know, and they were all seasoned. The meat itself was seasoned well, as well like, and cooked perfectly. 
Yeah, so El Barrio Neighborhood Tacos. Um, thumbs up for them. Not a lot of parking if you go. Um, again, it's like it's a little, little strip. Like it's like a little, like maybe like eight, not even eight spots. Um, so again, just prepare for that. But again, El Barrio Neighborhood Tacos, Redondo Beach, very good stuff. The next day, whenever it was, the next day, uh, we went, uh, hit two places in downtown Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, the great. first place was Sonora Town, uh, which serves Sonora style. Uh, taco Sonora's a city in Mexico, so um, they do the northern Mexican style tacos. And the big draw at Sonora Town is that their flour tortillas are made with lard. We got a steak uh, taco quesadilla. We got a chicken quesadilla, a small chicken burrito. I'm missing something, right? Steak? No, was it steak? Yeah, steak tacos, quesadilla, and a chicken burrito. What do you call it? A chivi? I'm gonna mess this up. Chivi changa. Okay. Uh, your initial reaction to Sonora Town? My absolute favorite thing that we ate <laughs> was that chicken quesadilla. Of the whole, of, of, at Sonora Town? Or at Sonora Town. Okay. That chicken, and then the chicken chimichanga. Uh, chi- uh, chimichanga. First of all, they the way they season that chicken. I know everybody else goes there for the steak tacos. They're all about the steak tacos or the El Pastor. No, that chicken quesadilla was fantastic. Fantastic. It was so flavorful and mixing whatever they season that chicken with, with the cheese and that flour tortilla they make. I couldn't ask for more for that thing. I wanted two more of those. <laughs> and the thing is, and we only got the chicken because we were going to go to another taco place later. And we we're like, you know, like we got to mix this up a little bit because I never I never order a chicken taco. Like a chicken, like a chicken burrito. Like it's, I mean, like not like. And it wasn't you. It was just me. I said, get that chicken burrito. Like, I think you were ordering. And I just said, get that too. Yeah. And, and but it was like, you know, it's like, I never, I never said, give me a chicken taco. But I was like, all right, well here, you know, like we're going to get the steak. Let's try a chicken something or other because, you know. Because you got the chicken quesadilla. Yeah. <sighs> and I said the chicken bur- chimichanga thing, which was fantastic. Too. I, <laughs> I don't even know what they do to this. And again, it's not a it's not a standard quesadilla. No. I don't even know how to like describe it. It's because no. it's not like a again a little cheese. You fold it over and you cut it like a, for kids and stuff. Like, it's not like that. It's mm. just like a little circle of deliciousness. Deliciousness. <laughs> they just took a one. No, they made it like a quesadilla. They didn't fold it. They just they used fold it. two. Yeah, they didn't fold it. Yeah. They used two uh, shells, taco right. shells, and then they just laid them right on. And they put that perfectly se- the seasoning. I don't. Even I've never had chicken season with those seasonings, so I can't even begin to tell, tell you, you. like tell you. what seasoning they use. Yeah. I just know it was seasoned well. It was tender. It was juicy, and with that cheese flour tortilla combination, again, I could have eaten two more of those. And they're not huge, not big. but once we because we shared it, and I remember instantly regretting not having my own. Yeah, see, a quesadilla comes with Monterey Jack cheese, avocado, and salsa roja. So we ate. We ate the quesadilla. We ate, we ate everything here. Okay. We'll talk about the steak tacos in a second. And I'm like, fam, like we kind of want some more. We kind of want another <laughs> like, one like, of these. We really like we were going to go somewhere else to get some tacos in like ten minutes. Yeah, but man, like I yeah. really so we had because they were we got the three things and they were small and we split them because we knew we were going somewhere else. Right, and it was kind of like. <sighs> Man, it's like, I, like, like if if we didn't go anywhere, I'll put it like this: if we didn't go, if we weren't going to go anywhere else, I'd have got back in that line because it was <laughs> it was like three times as long by the time we left. I'd have got back in that line and say, "Yo, just give me here's twenty dollars. Just make this work. Just <laughs> do whatever you want with this." This, yeah, that chicken quesadilla and the burrito and the and the, and the steak tacos with the avocado and the cabbage and the salsa roja. So good, man. Now, mind you, if you're an avid listener, you know Roy does not like cabbage. Do not. But he called out the cabbage on this taco because it was that good. It was it was good. Like Snortown. And those, the, the, the tortillas are the star. The tortillas made with lard, they are the star. Thumbs up. Thumbs no, way up. chicken is the star. <laughs> Thumbs up to Snortown. Not too far from Snortown is another infamous uh, taco place, Tacos 1986. Um, again, it's probably not even a mile away um, in downtown L.A. We tried their uh, carne asada mushroom and adobada tacos, and we also tried their version of the chicken quesadilla. What did you think about Tacos 1986? I like the mushroom taco. It was delicious, it wasn't was it? It was very good. 
I thoroughly enjoyed the mushroom taco and the steak taco. Yeah, the, uh, the yeah the carne asada taco. The adobada taco is the one they're famous for. Um, we weren't big fans of it. No, it wasn't super seasoned to me. No. It didn't have a lot of seasoning. And maybe it was because of the other place we had had the al pastor. And I guess. That was so, so flavorful. And then to go eat this. And it was just like, this is what everybody's like amped up about. Nah, that mushroom taco and that steak taco were where it was at. Yeah, if you go, if you look for uh, tacos 1986, if you see like a YouTube video or whatever, they'll always show you the spit of them, you know, cooking up the adobada and slicing it off and putting it in a taco. Because that, again, that's their thing. That's probably that's probably out of the three tacos, it was clearly the number three. Um, because the mushroom and the carne asada tacos were better. Yeah, like they were they were way better. The chicken quesadilla was good as well. It was really good. Um, but after Sonora Town, Sonora Town set the bar so high for chicken quesadillas. Yeah, that it was just like that. We might as well not even eat another chicken quesadilla because we'll just be disappointed. Yeah, like ourselves. like tacos like TA six. It was a really good chicken quesadilla. It wasn't. Sonora, it was close. If we had had Sonora that Town. first, we'd have been like, oh, this is so great. Yeah. But because we had Sonora Town first, yeah, I think that's what messed it up. But no, but I I'm glad that you liked the, the mushroom taco because I saw that. People had said that, that was the best thing they had, and you are usually a fan of things with meat. With meat, right? But the mushroom taco at the Taco Nineteen Eighty Six was probably their best thing. Yeah, definitely. It was, it was really, it, it was, was really, really good. good. It was really good. Then after that, next day again, we broke this up in days. People. Yeah, we didn't eat it all in one day. Come on now. After that, we took a trip to Ensenada's Surf and Turf Grill. This Woo. place has multiple locations. We went to the one in El Segundo. Uh, that was close to where we were staying. Um, Though they have. Fish tacos and shrimp tacos. You can either get the fish or shrimp grilled or fried. And they have something called a Baja taco, which is the fish and shrimp combined, like the Wonder Twins. You can get that grilled or fried. Why you would get fish and grilled shrimp grilled together, I don't know why. I'll tell you why. I'm sure you could. (laughs) But if you get get it fried and put it together... Then, then that's the vibes. Yeah, I'll tell you why because I, I had it. <laughs> well, you didn't have the grilled. Shrimp no, I had I yeah. had a plain grilled taco, shrimp taco. Right. that tasted. I I wasn't yeah. a fan of that. <laughs> right. I think I gave that to you. You did. You did. You did. But that Baja taco with the fried fish and the fried <laughs> shrimp. Man, you you heard you heard angels. That was life changing, man. That was fantastic. I don't, I don't know any other way to describe it. It was, I want one of those here. I have to, I like, I think about that and I'm like, there's no way to recreate this. I can't recreate this. This is so good. It's perfectly seasoned. The batter on it is like crunchy and whatever sauce they put on it. I don't know what that, that sauce, sauce it's is. It's not the same sauce that they put on their regular fish and shrimp tacos because okay. we tried those. It's a different sauce. It just, it's, Man, that was a good taco. So we tried to go the night before. Um, shout out to Ken, who was taking us on a, a taco tour of, of L.A. No, the first day. We tried to go the first night. Tried to go to another location. Like The lot was super packed. Super, it was like crazy. It was like, they were about to close, but it was like packed. Like, it was like a lot of people there. Like, all right, well, this food must be good. Man, listen. <laughs> <laughs> These, and again, let first me just First of all, say, we went mad early when they first opened up. Yes. Yeah, so we thank God we yeah, did because yeah. it filled up right after we got our food. Yeah, before we before we headed out of town, we went right early, uh, early uh, uh, the day we left, right before they opened up, right when they opened up. And uh, I feel bad because I really like grilled shrimp tacos when they're done right. And they were done right here. They were done at the fried here. is just better. The fried is just on a different level. It's like it's not even the same sport. Like it's like, buddy, like just get the Baja taco. And again, they're not even expensive. But that's the thing. Ken said, get the Baja taco. Right. I listened to him. No, but I got you. And try you it. didn't. No, I like and I was like, well, did you get the Baja taco? And you're like, no. I said, Ken said, get the Baja. And then I tasted the Baja and I understood why Ken said, get it. Well, look, I got the I got the fried fish and I got the grilled no. shrimp. Like I wanted to try both things. I, I didn't want because again, we were going to eat more tacos. So I knew that I had to save some space. And I wasn't even feeling well. But I was like, you know what? I got to power through this. That Baja taco, man. <laughs> Aren't you glad I'm generous and I share? <laughs> that thing was... It was it was fantastic. I loved it. It was like, what, like three seventy five or something? It was like, like, it was like Yeah, it wasn't even $4. It wasn't even $4. No, and it's like, no. you can have two of those and be full. You could have one of those if you're not a big eater and yeah, be full. and be full. Like, it's, it's a lot. It's a, it's a big taco. It's fish and gr- fried fish and fried shrimp. And it's... Out of this world. Yeah, let me let me say this. As far as like 
um, filling to dollar value, Ensenadas might be number one. I mean, they gave yeah. you food. They gave yeah, you shrimp. They do not. They don't. They don't. Yeah, they do not skimp on no. ingredients or whatever. Like no. you will be full. Like you can get a couple tacos and be full. Um, and again, that's another place where like if we weren't going somewhere else, I might have got some more. I but, might have had to get another Baja taco. Yeah. But again, right before we left, like the line got super long. They're like, oh, well, we can't do that. But it was a good thing because we had some room for poppies, tacos, and churros. This is. No, I don't think it's quite. It's not. It's outside of downtown. I don't even know. Maybe West L.A. Maybe as far as the location. I can't give you. I'll look it up. Real yeah, quick. look it up. Um, but they do birria tacos. They do beef, um, and you can get avocado and different fixings on the taco. Um, but they are famous for their birria tacos and their consomme, which is for dipping. And they also serve uh, churros as well. But they have the infamous red tacos. Now, let the people know what the red tacos, what that's all about. So they're they're just, uh, they dip it in the berria uh, oil, I guess. Yeah. And uh, the berria is the beef, the meat. Uh, so, you know, meat has oil from fat and it rises to the top or what have you. And then they dip their tacos in this and it colors them red and then they grill them. Um, and like Roy said, you you get these birria tacos beef. You can add like um, cheese and then it's a taco. What's it called? A case of taco. Case of taco if you get it with cheese. Or you can just have it plain. You can add avocado to any of these. They also have quesadilla and all that stuff. So for me, I got the case of tacos with avocado added. I don't know why Roy didn't get case of tacos. Uh, my stomach. Oh, is that what it was? Because yeah. I was like, he never gets the right food. So I got case of taco and Roy got just the regular taco with just the berria and uh, what is it onions? And Can't be getting on flights with with, with the uh, with the dairy. And we both got the consomme and then we got the churro. Consomme here was the consomme at the other place was fantastic. The consomme here was better. This is life changing consomme. This, I will say hands down, this was the best taco place we went to. Really? So, yes. So much so that I hmm. I had to resort research the ingredients that goes the that go the ingredients that go into Barrier because I kept telling her I tasted something, something. I figured out all the ingredients that traditionally go into Mexican Barrier. I put them in my cart on Spice Jungle and I'm just I'm probably gonna pull the trigger tonight so that I can actually make Barrier at home. That's how much I loved it because I keep thinking about it and I want it. I'm typically not a person who likes cheese on their tacos. The cheese takes this taco to to, to another a, to a, a different a different plane of existence. Yeah, and again, the meat the meat itself is delicious. Like it's fantastic. No, you can just eat you can just eat a plate of meat. Like if they just serve the meat on a plate, like it's but the che- for whatever reason the cheese just sets it off perfectly. And they have a plate. You can get a plate of everything they have. So you can get a taco, a case of taco. Uh, what else is there? I forget what it is. I have the. I have Wasn't the it the quesadilla or something? The quesadilla, and there's like there's like four things, and they'll give you a plate. And no, I forget what it's called. But get the plate. But make sure if you don't That's get the plate. That's Roy's recommendation. My recommendation is just skip all that and get the ta- case of tacos. Yeah, if you don't and the get the consomme plate. and dip those suckers. I think the consomme is the other thing. Yeah. And yeah. dip the suck. You have to get the consomme. Squeeze some lime in that consomme yeah. and dip those suckers in that consomme. And you don't need any friends. You don't need anything except for your tacos and your consomme. And you can drink the ta- consomme again. I dipping. It. You could drink it. I drank it. You can. I'm drink not it. ashamed. It's just beef broth with onions and cilantro. And goodness total and, goodness. Yeah, man. Like it's just like. Shoot. I enjoyed that to the point where I am going to try to recreate that, and I will post pictures of my recreation. It'll take a few weeks because I got to order the ingredients from Spice Jungle. They're not ingredients that you sell in a grocery store. Yeah, Poppies is in uh, close to Mid City, between Mid City and, and Crenshaw in LA. It's just a spot. Um, some people might call it the hood. Um, you will wait. <laughs> you're gonna wait for a little bit, so just be prepared to wait. It's not a place where you're gonna just go and get your taco in like five minutes. Um, you're gonna we saw some of everybody walking up, so sit. You're safe. Yeah, well, see, I didn't feel unsafe. Yeah, you're you safe. Know, so, um, it's just not in uh 
Well, downtown LA is not the safest. Yeah, well, see, downtown LA is crazy. (laughs) I felt safer there than downtown LA. I I honestly felt safer at uh, Poppy's than I did. Yeah, so like, it's like, whatever. Yeah, I I don't think it's too far away from uh, USC. Um, for those of you who are familiar with the the LA area, um, yeah, pop, yeah, yeah, poppies was good. I mean, they were all good, but they were. I would, I would hit Mm. all those spots ten times over. Not a disappointing spot in the bunch. Not one. Not a single. Each spot I would hit for a specific reason. Yeah. Um, next time we go to LA, if you had to pick two as our must go tos, what would they be? Sonora Town. Ugh. Right? Two? You only get two. Sonora Town poppies. And see, mine would be poppies and Ensenada. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, those are the those are the three. I gotta go to I mean those 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 that chicken taco quesadilla. shells, man. Those chicken quesadilla, those, man. The tortillas, I mean. The tortillas or yeah. and by the way, everybody well they had poppies had uh flour tacos, right? They were just dipped in the they were flour. Yeah, right? they were flour. Yeah, they were flour. And Sonata had flour tacos. No, were they flour? Yeah, they no, were I'm flour. Trying to think. And Sonata had flour tacos, tacos nineteen eighty six. I don't think fl- they were flour. You know, I think about it. I'm I think, think they were they corn. Might have been corn. Yeah, they, they were corn. corn. They were corn. Now keep in mind poppies, the tacos are small. They were small. Yeah, so you have to get like a like they come in uh, a order is what three or something like that. Uh, I think you can just order by the taco. oh you can order by the taco mm-hmm. or whatever. I know yeah. I got three of them because I knew that they were small. Yeah, if we hadn't eaten at the other place, I would have had to get more than three. Yeah, and again yeah. and again they're not pricey. I mean, mm-hmm. I only with I think the tacos might no. be less for than what two bucks. you get, man. Again, they Ta- that's why tacos are so great mm-hmm. because when they're done right, they taste fantastic and they're not expensive. They're not expensive. They're not expensive, and they have churros. By the way, we didn't. Mention. Oh yeah, the churros were nice and crunchy, and the cinnamon sugar was spot on. And you can get it. I think you can get it with like chocolate or whatever. I just yeah. prefer my churro, uh, churros not to have any kind of sauce or anything. Yeah. So yeah. So if I did, so poppies, probably poppies and Snortown would probably be my two. If I had to yeah, pick poppies two. was fantastic. You know, poppies is yeah, poppies is legit. It was it was legit. These were all legit places. Again, El Barrio neighborhood tacos, Snortown. That was in Redondo Beach. Uh, Snortown and Tacos 1986. They're both in downtown LA. Ensenada's Surf uh, Surf and Turf Grill. There's multiple locations of that. And poppies, tacos, and churros. Again, it's near Mid City, uh, Crenshaw area. Of LA, these are all very good, very good taco spots. Um, again, try to put these on your list if you make a trip out to LA. Did we eat um, anywhere else while we were out there? Yeah, we ate at Pans. We ate at um, shout out to Pans, and we ate at um, multiple times. <laughs> we ate <laughs> at the other, the pastry place. Uh, oh, uh, shout out to uh. Portos, man. Portos, yeah, Portos Dude, how, you gonna, how are you going to play Portos like that when we sat there and bought all that food to bring yeah, back home? I said the pastry place. Yeah. Shout out to Portos, man. Like, if you ever have opportunity, well, you could actually order Portos you can online. You order Portos online. online. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Portos is a bakery, a Cuban bakery. They have sandwiches and all this stuff, but they have these cheese roll things that we are actually addicted to. We need to order some cheese rolls. No, we don't. Yes, I mean, we, we do, do, but we don't. <laughs> we do because they're, they're, del- they're amazing. But we would, no, we don't because we'd eat the whole, <laughs> box, the whole in box in like a, in a week. Of, yeah, yeah, like, no. We're not leaving the house. I can't really walk this off yeah, as much yeah, as I used yeah. to. And we should leave portals alone until... Uh, yeah, for a minute. Until we can uh, start walking around outside. Uh, well, you can walk outside. Yeah, no, but, go but, not, but not not as much as like in a typical day when you go to work, you do a natural mm-hmm. amount, a decent amount of walking. Right, right. That burns you know some calories. If you're just sitting at home all day, it's like it's hard to kind of burn these calories. Yeah, off. you're or, right. Harder. No portals, portals, no portals. Portals got away. But yeah, if you go to portals, and there's several locations in the LA area, but if you go to portals, man, just get like a box, just get like dozens of those <laughs> cheese things, cheese rolls, I cheese think rolls, cheese whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll know what you're talking about. But they have so much. They have a cheese. They have a a cafe where you can get coffee and other hot drinks and stuff like that. But yeah, like Cuban sandwiches. It's all sorts of food there. You can eat to your heart's content. Those cheese things are crazy. Yes. They're crazy. Yes. They're crazy. <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> They're so good. So yeah, so that was our tour of LA. And Again, we, we went there in the beginning of March, end of February, beginning of March. You guys know of other places in LA, other taco places or other places in general in Los Angeles uh, to check out, please let us know. Um, if you've been to any of the spots we've mentioned. Yes. Yeah, please let us know how you like that as well. We also had a trip. We won't talk about it now. We took a trip to the, the Anaheim Packing House 
as well. Oh, I forgot about that. Anaheim Packing House people, y'all need better parking. Y'all need to figure out some parking situations. All right? Because for you to have all of those restaurants in a little in that area, you need to have more parking in like fifty spaces. Like, this is ridiculous. It's this absolutely out, this is insane. Ridiculous. Like no one thought, no one clearly thought of the parking situation near in whatever that little blot is, Anaheim Packing House. This place is big enough for like a thousand people, but you have like twenty spaces. <laughs> it doesn't make any it sense. Makes zero it makes sense in the no world. No sense. And you have some great restaurants there, but it's just when people get there, it's like hard to park. Like, people probably get frustrated and just, just leave. leave. It's like you got ramen and you got fish and you got grilled cheese and you got uh, fried chicken. You got Indian food. You got fried sushi. chicken. You got sushi. Any you got, kind of food you can think of is in this spot. New Orleans style food. You got uh, yeah, it's like so many things. Like you have bar, like multiple different kinds of bar. You can't find a place to park. It's like, come on, man, do better. That's all. Okay, cool. Thank you. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. On the other side, we have some other things to tell you about. And we have a couple of invitations to hand out for Sunday dinner. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. Welcome back. Segment uh, number three of the show. We usually tell you about some upcoming events, but hey, there are no events. Everything's kind of been shut down. Um, although there technically is an event. I don't know if it's going to be every Tuesday, but it's been the last two Tuesdays called the Great American Takeout. We're encouraging people. We are joining the movement to encourage people to order takeout on Tuesdays from your favorite local restaurant. Again, to help keep the restaurant industry in business. And again, you don't have to you don't have to be a big time, you know, chain restaurant. A lot of great restaurants, a lot of great local restaurants are doing takeout as well. So if you want to check out Love and Honey, they're doing some take they're doing takeout. Um Tan Dynasty is doing takeout. If you want to um, I think they're all all open to doing takeout. Um a place where we go every year to do the uh podcast festival, Tattooed Mom, they're doing takeout as well. And I know Fiorella, the um, the new Mark Vetri spot, if, it's a big if, if you log on, if you go onto their Instagram and there's, they have a link in their bio, they sell pasta and they sell gravy every morning at nine o'clock, okay? If you want some, you need to log on precisely at 9 a.m. because it sells out in <laughs> minutes, literal minutes. I think the one day is sold out in like two minutes. They have handmade, they make handmade pasta every day and they make gravy every day. The same gravy that you would get at Fiorella if you were to go to the restaurant. They have a couple different kinds of pasta, a couple different kinds of gravy. I don't know if they do salad or not, but you need to log on to their their their, uh, their site at 9 a.m. Eastern uh, Daylight Time sharp because they will sell out. But again, it's a great chance for you to get, you know, Mark Vetri pasta in your house or Mark Vetri gravy in your house at Fiorella. So... Every time we do a show, we'll tell you about a couple different restaurants doing some cool things. Again, we are, again, huge fans of the restaurant industry. It's a great American takeout. Please, if you can, support your local restaurant. Because I know you guys are getting tired of cooking at home. I mean, there's only so much tuna fish you can eat. I mean, so if you can, please check out some favorite local spots and help keep them in business. It's time now for our Sunday dinner segment. It's our portion of the show where we hand out invitations to our home for a Sunday dinner to people based on something they've done over the past week or so. Sometimes it's something good. Other times it's something bad. It's always something noteworthy or at least noteworthy to us. It's a little bit of a break from talking about food all the time. Who is your Sunday dinner invite this week? My invite this week goes out to all the fabulous people at the grocery stores that are um, adhering to the government suggestion of social distancing. Hats off to you. Thank you very much for... um, taking the rest of us into consideration as we are out doing our shopping and trying to just get home safely to our families. So salute to those who are taking this seriously and understand that, um, that we're all in this together and mm-hmm. we all have to keep each other safe. Hats off. Good stuff. That's good stuff. My serious Sunday dinner invite goes out. To all the nurses and the doctors and the first responders who are on the front lines with all of this. I can't even imagine 
everything that you guys go through on a regular day, much less, you know, uh, dealing with everything that you have to deal with now uh, with coronavirus. Um, I know a lot of people dealing with, you know, equipment shortages and, and just everything that kind of just goes along with this. Again, everybody's at a heightened sense of, 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 of fear and worry and concern about this. So for those of you, and I know a lot of you are working doubles and overtime and insane hours. Shout out to Tiffany and Nicole. Yeah. Thank every single one of you. Like we, you guys, you know, we can't thank you enough. We, as in the global, we, the greater, we cannot thank you enough for everything that, that you guys are, are doing and go, are going to do, be doing over the next, you know, six months, a year uh, dealing, dealing with this. Shout out to your families as well, because 100%. I know um, firsthand that they're going through it, knowing that you guys are out there trying to save and help the rest of us. So, yeah. So shout out to your families yeah. as well. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, from the bottom of my heart. Art. Yes. My non-serious Sunday dinner invite oh, you have goes two. out to everyone. And I mean, everyone involved in the making of the Tiger King documentary. Yes. Yes. It says something. The world watched that. It says something that you can um, profile um, 20 people that are so involved in a a tiger, (laughs) tiger slash tiger saving. I don't know. Thing. And the sanest person out there is the guy who may or may not have been the basis for Scarface. Yes. So, and that's all I have to say about that. No, I know that everybody has said their piece if, about Tiger King. If so. you have not seen Tiger King. everybody's seen it, but. No, some <laughs> folks still haven't seen it. Yeah. Highly recommend watching Tiger King. If you've reached the end of Netflix, or you think you have, and you have not seen Tiger King, you have not reached the end of Netflix. You have to watch this. This is fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, the guy who might may or may not have been the basis for Scarface and the person who got their arm ripped off by a tiger who went to work a week later. And that wasn't even the biggest <laughs> part of this document. It was like such a minimal part. Yeah. Someone literally got their arm ripped off and it wasn't the biggest part of this thing. Yeah. It's like someone got their arm ripped off by a tiger, went to work a week later. Yeah. And, and the day it happened, you know, the man who ran the park said, yeah, yeah, man, you guys want some discounts or something? Like, yeah. <laughs> he put on a paramedic jacket. Like, mm-hmm. he just pulled out of the prop closet. I don't know. This is fantastic. I don't even know how to describe it. I didn't know what I was watching. It opened my eyes because you think you know America. But then you see this and you realize that there is a whole swath of America you know nothing about. I just put it on one day because I saw the trailer and I was like, this is a winner. And I put it on. You had no idea. None. What, what was coming. I, I, I had an idea, but I didn't have an, I have an idea like this. There's a person in, the, in this thing who deals with tigers every day who lost both his legs and it had nothing to do with tigers. N- nothing to do with tigers. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Like, that's when you know. That's when you knew this story was going more left than any story you've ever seen in your no, life. No, there's, there's all kinds of weird stuff, man. Yeah, there's murder. There's m- intrigue. There's triple gay weddings. There's all sorts of stuff it's, that you can't even imagine. Fan. Fantastic. Political, political stuff. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it, but not in the way you think. Not in the way you think. I know what you think. So. It, this is fantastic. You just have to watch it. Yeah. So yeah. So not so, for children. Not for children. <laughs> not for children. Um, it's a slice of Americana that, that again. Yeah. It lets you know there are really parts of this country that you know nothing about. And that's the thing. So you always wonder. You always ask me, do you really think X can happen? And then I think of. No offense, but I think of the people that that saw in that documentary, and I'm like, well, there's a whole lot of these people, I like people like this in America. So, yeah, it helps explain why certain people won't shelter in place. Yeah, it explains a lot about a human behavior. Yeah, well, American a, behavior. Let me put yeah. it because Americans are different. Americans, they different. It's so different. America's and different. we we travel. Yeah, America. But America's I different. had never ever not this part of America. Yeah, no. This is different. Different. Watch yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, Tiger King Netflix. If you have it, um, I'm, I'm sure if you don't have it, someone else has it because everyone is quarantining and chilling right now. So Tiger Tiger King on Netflix. Shout out to everybody involved in the making of that. You guys are sitting on a gold mine. That is it for this edition of the John Appetit Podcast. Before we sign off, there's one more thing we'd like to tell you. Now our name isn't just a catchphrase; it's our wish to you every time you grab a bite to eat. So the next time you head out to your favorite restaurant, we'd like to wish you John Appetit.
At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool.